I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today we are talking about the final season of sex education on netflix <laughs> <sighs> yes sadly it's the last season we love this show i mean i've always loved this show what about you i love this show so much i was always so excited every time a new season would come out oh my gosh i'm looking at the imdb page and it has a collective total of of how long the show is mm. 29, 29 hours hours and 15 minutes wow oh gosh to love that i will i will probably definitely rewatch this show someday like i love this show so much yeah that uh, that it definitely deserves a rewatch i don't think i ever rewatched actually no i think maybe i rewatched season one before watching season two mm-hmm. possibly mm-hmm. i remember i remember maybe maybe that happening but um other than that the show is it's like it's chaotic but like all the seasons go together so well. Like I love the writing, I love these characters. Like even all the new characters that we get in season 3 um were so great and they just they write all these characters so well. Like it's such a good show. It's so good. I love it so much. Yeah. It it took us a while to get through this last season and we just ended up finishing it recently and I think because the first half of season four, I thought, was very strange. And a lot of the choices that they were making were just a little off to me. And Oh, that's right. Are there four seasons? Yes, this is the fourth season. My bad. Um, My bad. But right, I, you know, enjoyed the new characters, but it just felt like they were really not kind of... Like, they were trying to build things up to the end of the season and trying to, like, wrap everything up and everything with all of the characters that we are focusing on this season. And it just felt like the first half of the season was rather odd. And the choices that the characters were making were just kind of uncomfortable or just off-putting in some way. Um, You know, everything with Maeve and and Otis being apart and the, like, decision to just kind of split up Otis and um, Eric kind of just going in that direction of them not listening to each other and then not actually solving anything by the end. I don't know. It just felt like they were kind of rushing through the last couple episodes, which were, in my opinion, the best episodes, but still trying to, like, close out the whole series um, in a meaningful way that I personally just think that it was a little bit rushed. I, I just didn't enjoy the the kind of, like, whole season as a whole. Okay. I agree. I mean, the the last season definitely had a lot of changes um, and definitely introducing a lot of characters that we kind of needed to somewhat round out by the end. I mean, they're not they're not the OG characters, so they're probably not going to get 
fully closed out. Some of them did. I mean, they had their little side stories that ended up getting uh, closed out pretty well. But yeah, mm-hmm. I I will I will agree that this this last season was was very different and maybe it was a little bit more complicated to kind of close out as well as closing out everyone else's stories. And they yeah. did kind of take some interesting some interesting turns that I that I didn't see coming, like especially with Eric. Mm-hmm. Um, and but church. I ended up really liking his yeah his uh, his struggle with his faith as well as being gay and you know trying to still be a part of that community. Like he was really trying to find himself and the kind of the struggles between him and Otis made sense to me. I mean the like they were not fighting but like they were kind of getting separated because Eric was meeting a lot more queer folk and, Mm -hmm. you know, Otis is very accepting and, you know, he loves Eric and Eric is his best friend. Um, And, but like, there are just a lot of things that Otis doesn't quite understand about Eric in that way. Yeah. Um, And so he like, he's just trying to kind of branch out, um, which I think turned out into a very beautiful story. um, Yeah. In the end. For Eric's character. Yeah. Yeah. It, introducing the whole God as the Jodie Turner-Smith situation, like, was interesting because, again, that was so soon to the end of this season. Like, like, I think the last couple episodes were definitely good because they, like, introduced Eric as, like, a, somebody who had been thinking about this for a while and then all of a sudden he's, like, seeing signs from God and, like, kind of meets God in a way. And it, it's just... I feel like it should have been kind of being exposed throughout the whole season rather than just the end, like the last couple episodes. Um, And, you know, like characters are always doing things that are kind of aggravating. Like, of course, Otis is just making kind of the same mistakes he makes a lot and not being, (laughs) you know, like not. Otis is kind of a shit guy. (laughs) Yeah, like he doesn't listen and he just like doesn't know how to talk to people very well and that's part of their their characters and i totally understand why they there's not much else you can go with these characters and so they needed to introduce more characters which are very colorful wonderful characters which i really enjoyed that as well but it's just like you couldn't really get too deep into those characters because we still had a ton of the major main characters to to go through so um and it's an ensemble cast show so I don't know. It just was a little bit frustrating with the whole oath stuff and fighting against who will be like the better um, therapist and just like Ruby being there and like the complications with that and what. Yeah, Ruby and O like knowing each other. It was like that. That was a little unnecessary maybe i like the whole conflict with ruby and otis because yeah. you know they were dating at one point and now they're just kind of trying to be friends and ruby could use some friends this season she's she's not the hot girl of the school anymore right yeah like, she's not on top like she was like in the other seasons and so she's kind of trying to find her way as well and you know she has struggles at home and she really could just use a friend and otis is just being an asshole to her and her kind of joining forces with him to help him with his campaign was was pretty great but the whole o situation i i don't know i i wasn't as much there for that storyline um as i was for kind of some of the other ones yeah 
like I I thought that the school, I think the way that they portrayed it was really fun because it was a, clearly a very progressive school in a lot of ways, but still had the same failings as a regular school. Like they didn't, you know, um, fix up the elevator so that Isaac could get upstairs and it just kept breaking down. And they're very like, um, like they think that they're doing everything correctly, but really they're just kind of like every, everywhere else where it's like very self-centered, very, uh, lax with some stuff and not lax with other stuff. It just was such a strange, like, environment of a school. <laughs> and I suppose that it's just kind of interesting to watch that that environment on, on screen over in, like, you know, they barely did any schoolwork, so it was very odd. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think they we, we saw them much in school ever to begin with, other than that play that they wrote. In like what was that season two or something oh um that musical i think it was season three maybe it was season, season two that was a fun one yeah, um that, like uh what was it like romeo and juliet or something it, it was it was like a re it was like a re in space it was like sexy romeo and juliet in, in space um yeah something like that yeah um because what happened to the school in season three, it like blew up or something. Yeah, or like it, it got down closed down, and yeah, it the, got closed. I guess that's what happened, and the everybody got sent off to different colleges to go to. Um, yeah, so. everyone got kind of split up. That was that was how they that was how they fixed the whole. Some actors aren't going to be in this season. <laughs> I know it was very odd. Like I, I just. I get that you wanted to have a different environment for sure. And some actors didn't go back to school. Like Adam, he, you know, went back to like, he got a job at like a farm. And that was cool. Horse. Oh my God, Adam. Okay. His story with his dad was very nice. And I like that he was back in the show as well to like grow just a little bit more into a better person. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like did a 180 in terms of. The beginning of the show with the kind of person that he was and then the kind of person that he becomes. And right. I think that if you go into like everybody's individual stories, it's definitely it flows to me like it just it just felt very awkward and disjointed because everybody was in different places. So like the characters were kind of flying all over the place and the mom you know Jean has her sister visiting and there's the baby and there's like there's just so many things flying around that I feel like they weren't exactly successful every episode to like make every episode have a theme or have a complete story you know yeah yeah Jean the whole Jean having a baby portion of the story was interesting and then trying to stay relevant and join that radio show was interesting um oh hannah gadsby was amazing seeing them in the show i love hannah gadsby so was that the um the the radio show uh the producer producer yes yeah so happy that they were in like the whole series that was great um yeah, closing yeah, really good. Closing things out was definitely like the last few and the episode with Maeve's mom 
dying and like them going to like the funeral and stuff was just great because it was all super dysfunctional family stuff. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. All of that was just awkward and just so like the the way that the lady was behaving who worked at the house, the funeral home, like the way that they wrote her was so unsympathetic and very strange. Like, I can't imagine that any funeral director, funeral home person would act the way that that woman was acting about, about like pretty much everything she did in that, that episode. She was just so, so odd. She <laughs> like, was acting like an event coordinator. Yeah. Just very like, s- like s- just snippy and like, yeah. s- and just like to the point. But yeah, I mean, she was kind of weird though. I remember like, what did she, she like would say weird stuff or something. Yeah, it was like an event coordinator. Like she was, it wasn't like someone had died. Like she was not like really speaking as if there was like a dead person there, you know? Like it's just so. And that was like the episode that Otis and Eric decided to have a fight, and Otis couldn't like carry the the roses down the hill when they were on their bikes, and he crashed into the flowers. And I'm just like, Otis, like this is not the time. Like I, you know, they just. They're so into themselves about everything, obviously, all the time. It just is so... And also, that was the episode where Jackson, like, was worried about his balls. And so we just kept seeing, like, flashes of them all the time. And then that quickly went away. It was like, oh, Jackson cares that he has cancer? Oh, but now he just cares that he's, like, with his dad? Like, who his dad is? And just, like, it was so weirdly... (laughs) It's like they really, they really why? introduced a lot of stuff in this last season. Ugh, they introduced it's, it's... so many things, and and then in the end, Viv had that like you know um, abusive boyfriend, and he gets like violent with her and like grabs her, and like he gets really obsessive, and it was totally like okay, great, glad that you showed us this, but like we're also dealing with um, a lot of other things right now. Where you know, like it just felt <laughs> it was like. Everything all at once and, like, thrown in there, thrust in there at every point to just, like, preach to the audience what is happening. You know what I mean? Like, everything, everything, uh, everywhere, all at once. uh, Yeah. Um, The kids are, like, acting in one way. Like, they're learning about their sexualities and stuff. We've got, like, different aspects of that being shown to us on screen, which is always amazing. It's just the subtlety was, like, not there. It was just... Very, very blatant at every step of the way. And I think that in the past seasons, of course, they were like that in as well. But it just was a little bit slower, a little bit like less insane, I thought. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, there has to be some hilarity in there. There has to be some other stuff happening. Um, But yeah, I kind of wish that there was more... Like, I feel like we got a lot less of of Otis, like, therapizing like, oh, yeah. this season as well. Less sex, um, less therapy. Like, I mean, <laughs> that's what the show's about, you know? Yeah, and it's like, and I liked when um, the, uh, what are some of the new characters we got? We got Roman and... Yes, loved yeah. them. They were Roman so funny. Um, and their partner, where they were having like intimacy issues. Yes. Um, 
And I really liked when, you know, Otis was trying to help them out, their relationship out. Um, mm-hmm. And their partner just being like toxically positive because they just didn't want to talk about anything negative. Yeah. Um, they were very fun additions. I love them. And then Cal and. Mm-hmm. What was that? What was well, Cal was in the last season as well. Yes, Cal got introduced last season. Yeah. Um, and I think there are... Oh, there are the, and, the, and the deaf the deaf girl. What's her name? Um, she was amazing. I loved yeah, her yeah, as she well. So she was so good. Um, yes. Love, loved her, her, you know, polyamory and, like, them discussing that and going on a date and stuff and Cal kind of having that, like, like a crisis of their identity you know kind of like going through what it's like for them and how it's making them depressed and um it again makes sense but then the way that they handled like cal going missing and everybody just like hanging around at the food court that we've never seen before like um i don't i was like what are you guys doing why are you just sitting around like go out go out i i don't i don't know what is happening here (laughs) this this show and like where everything is located has always been like a mystery to me like we just show up at places but like i don't know (laughs) i like to see a map of like how this town is set up because like otis's house seems like it's way out in the middle of nowhere but they like still bike to school yeah like on a hill oh how exhausting like bike to school and it's like like where like where's the trailer park compared to this like where like where are all these things i feel like we're just places but mm-hmm. like i don't feel like any of these locations connect <laughs> at any point <laughs> yeah i totally agree um so you know i think that's part of it i think that's part of why they needed to stop the show <laughs> cuz they just like there's only so much that you can have and they really like i said try to really squish it in in the end um, I did wonder if you recognize Jack Gleason, who played Dodgy Mo, um, in a couple episodes. One of yes, yes, uh, I did. Yes, he I plays did. Joffrey, and I think that he like retired from acting, so I think he like must have made a special, <laughs> special incidents to be in this because, yeah, um, I had to point it out. I think to to Casey and Raymond, yeah, uh, while we were watching, or maybe maybe just Casey. I don't think Raymond was watching it with us. Um, but yeah, I definitely did notice him immediately. I was like, oh, there's Joffrey. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I didn't know that he retired. That's interesting. Well, I think he did, but it seems like he's been in a couple things. Um, okay. maybe he just does a, a few things. Um, but I think he had, he took a break because people were very mean to him. I mean, he was very good as Joffrey. And I think it was kind of like, he felt that the hatred towards him was just not justified for obviously he's a good actor so like that was his thing well, right and, I, and that's a character like yeah some, some people are so scary sometimes like just it's fandom a fandom people you need to you know yeah they can be really intense um it just god get a life people <laughs> don't um, treat people like that <laughs> absolutely I mean, this show was, was, it, was it is Aisha? great for that. Was it Aisha? Oh, yes, Aisha. Yes. That was definitely she her name. Have a, I don't think she has She doesn't a, have a picture. She has, yeah, she doesn't have a, a, a picture here on IMDb. Abby and Roman but... also don't have pictures, which are the other two characters. Oh. Um, 
Yeah. Aisha played by Alexandra James. Abby played by Anthony Lexa. Roman played by Felix Mufti. Um, yeah. Amazing additions to the cast. They were just so funny. Like, I swear to God, that last episode with Roman and Abby, when Abby didn't want to have sex, so she put the candle on the ground. And then Roman was like, <laughs> he's like, that's my nans. I'm gutted. Yeah. I was Nan's dying. blanket. Yeah. She like burnt Nan's blanket. It was oh. so. Oh my God. All because, all because she, all because they didn't want to hear Roman moan or something. Like it was just <laughs> it was so funny. It was yeah. so, oh gosh. They're great. Um, also loved Amy's storyline with Isaac. They definitely tried to get Amy to close out her like feel better about her assaults and kind of make it into art which was a really great choice um and also she was really there as a good friend to um to Maeve while, while her my Maeve lost her mom um so that was like a nice that was a good progressed like storyline I thought but you know oh yeah for sure not too dissimilar to the other ones that where Amy is kind of growing as a person as well and and continues to. I I miss her and I wish that there were more scenes with her because she's like my favorite person on the show. So, yeah, she had a really good character arc. I mean, she just kind of started season 1 just kind of sleeping around until she realized that like she needed to figure herself out sexually as like a sexual being and like what she actually enjoys in the bedroom Mm -hmm. um and then to have the um assault happen and to have her like kind of spiral from there and you know not trust anyone like it's such a such a really great storyline for her amy's such a really good character Mm -hmm. yeah love her i love isaac he's so cute also very uh artistic in this season Um, i love isaac he's so good I think yeah. he was introduced like second or third season. Yes. Um, so he's been around a little bit. He's he's so good. He's such a good character. Their kiss in the in the uh red room was like or the like the imaging room was so so cute. I was like yeah. dying. Oh my gosh. Like I'm glad they had some kind of love story in this season because it really was not going towards that. And like we were waiting for Otis and Maeve to get together. And then just and that was just fumbling. Oh God, it was just it was fumbling. And then all of a sudden she's gone, and they just like decided to make up so that they wouldn't be together, which totally makes sense. But it's like they didn't even get like any moments of being a good couple. They literally were just in in a state of not being on the same page pretty much the whole time, um, and it was just awkward. <laughs> And yeah, it's like, why, why do you have to be this way? Like, why, why are you writing these characters like this? <laughs> you know? And that's just kind of how their relationship is. I mean, they've been missing each other or dating other people, like all throughout the, they were never on the same page ever, like all the seasons. So I yeah, kind of makes sense that they would still make things difficult for them. Um, especially when Maeve was in, um, I'm sorry. I am so congested. Yeah, Emily, why don't you why don't you get rid of that and I will edit it out 
for everybody. Okay. Okay. I'm trying so hard. I know. I can hear it over there. And I'm like, oh, she can't speak. <laughs> okay. You go ahead. You go ahead. Mm-hmm. Thanks for that. No one will hear it. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, I mean, keep it in. Everyone should hear this. No, I, I don't think that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. Didn't help much, but maybe I have another 20 minutes. Well, I don't even know if we have 20 minutes to talk more about this episode to be like this show. I mean, that's true. Um, sad to see it be done because I've, it, we've been watching it since 2019. And I feel like it, it's just been like a really great fun show to watch, especially with my now husband. We enjoy watching it. And it's definitely like a nice one to look back on and I feel it has so many themes and so many different kinds of people in it that it's really like a time capsule for this period of time and maybe when we look back in in the future we'll just be like this was one of the first shows to have such a variety of people on the show and be featured and have whole storylines over the seasons um that it was all about and and that's what makes it special yeah i i always enjoy about this show specifically all the different kinds of relationships we get to see all the all the different forms of love that are out there and all the all the various you know obstacles and problems that can come from from all sorts of relationships i mean it's just it's it's very fun to to peek into these different relationships and, and really get a different perspective. Yeah, totally. Love it. Yeah. I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss it a lot. All these actors are definitely going on to bigger and better things. As we know that um, Emma Mackey and uh, Chuti Gatwa were both in Barbie and, and as uh, well as um, uh, Connor Swindellis who played Adam also was in Barbie, but um, Chuchi Gatwa is now the new doctor of Doctor Who, and I really would love, love to watch that show. I feel like I could never get enough of the, of Eric. He's truly the best actor in the show, I personally think. And 
I think he's been getting better and better as the seasons go on. And especially with this preaching season um, or him like coming into his own, he's just such a wonderful presence that I just can't wait to see him as the doctor. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I think all of these actors are really great. Um, But yes, I definitely think that, that he has really shown um, with Eric's, really amazing character arc um and i would also like to watch his his season of of doctor who that'd be really fun i have not watched doctor who since college so that'd be really same fun. yeah i i stopped because i thought it was kind of going in a way like i watched so many episodes and so many seasons of it and i got to like the season with um the 12th doctor or no 11th doctor which was um what's his name um tenet no no uh, after after tenet yes uh what's his name it's um he's fantastic i love him he's in the crown Um, he's in house of dragon it's um oh my god this is this is gonna i'm drawing a blank (laughs) i have to look it up because obviously um let's see Oh, uh, Matt Smith. Matt Smith. I stopped watching it with him because I got about halfway through his season and just thought, this isn't, this isn't going through the way that I want it to go. I'm just gonna, (laughs) I'm just gonna stop. (laughs) Because I think it was when Jenna Coleman got on the show and I was like, she's cool, but (laughs) I stopped after that. Um, Is she the one from uh, Victoria and Albert? Uh, yeah. Yes, the young Victoria. Oh, yes, Victoria. Yes, yes, yes. The show Victoria. Yes, the show. Yeah, the show Victoria. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I even started Matt Smith's season at all. I think I just stopped after Tenet. Oh, yeah. You um, got to watch it, especially like halfway because there's all of the Amy Pond stuff, um, which was really great. Um, So <laughs> definitely worth watching with with all of that and Karen Gillan and everything, but um, yeah, maybe I'll uh, try to watch love it. Karen Gillan. <laughs> maybe I should watch because of her. I keep telling Danny, I'm like, we got to start from the beginning at like nine and then just keep going and, and watch it oh, all. Oh goodness. Alessandra nine, nine. Oh. Yeah. I mean, there's only like oh. one season of nine and then there's like a couple know, seasons like, of 10, a couple seasons of like 11, 50 episodes a season. I know there's a ton of them. I know. <laughs> I am not me. doing that. My cat is is wanting to be fed. It's not time yet. It's not time yet. She's giving me the. She says it's time. She's giving me the most beautiful little baby eyes. She kills me. Isn't it? Isn't time? Um. Oh, we did have a we did have a special um, special appearance from Dan Levy. Oh, that's right. Totally misused. Um, Horrible. Oh. <laughs> 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 There was the, it they was were like so brief in a like an American institute, which looked like definitely was in England um, or Canada was not in America. I don't know what like <laughs> where, I don't know where, where the that fuck that was be. supposed to be. Definitely looked like a kind of like castle school situation. Name one place that looks like that in America. I don't even it's got to be Canada. I don't, uh, yeah, I can't. They I can't would put like you. the American flag in the shots like we're in America. You're not in America. Obviously not. You're obviously not in America. Um, 
What you, is flew, that? you flew Dan Levy out, out to the UK or Canada to film this. Um, yeah, the, uh, definitely um, underused. Like Dan Levy's so great, and I mean his his like asshole professor was was okay. I feel like we could have delved into that a little bit more. Like why was he being so mean specifically towards Maeve about her writing um, when she's obviously very talented and he's just like tearing her down like because he's jealous and it's all about him and not about her and like the little speech she said show me your trauma dan show me your tom your trauma that little speech she said at the end of the the show about see the trauma i know that's just true the whole point it and like she goes to him at the end of the season and she's like she gives him this beautifully written monologue that, that no one would ever say but she was like you know, your words matter. You you told me that I, you know, need to, that I'm, I'm not cut out to be a writer. And she gets, like, one random deus ex machina break because her, like, her roommate, like, puts her, like, applies her for, I don't know. She did something, something. and sent it to editors. Yeah. And they were, like, they called her and they're, like, oh, Maeve, you're actually a good writer. And she's, like, oh, am I? Like, it just... <laughs> Yeah, I I think she stepped down. I don't think she wanted to be a writer or something. She like she didn't, and then like Maeve was the runner up or something. I can't quite. No, yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it was just awkwardly handled. And okay, I just looked this up. It says Wallace University. Maeve is supposedly studying abroad in a U.S. based writing program with Dan Levy as her professor, but in real life, the American scenes were filmed at the Weston Burt School in Gloucestershire near Bristol. <laughs> oh yeah. okay this, aggravating this, this place this place i live is all made up it's not a real place <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's all fantasy well fairy also tales. like Places it's a fantasy real. fairy tale in itself because no schools look like this in the uk like everybody's wearing everybody's wearing um uk uniforms like they have to like it's it's just a completely different vibe like they don't have like the same you know it's not like an american school like they're quite like organized differently everybody has to dress up differently you know they're really trying yeah. to make it more appealing to americans this show so yeah yeah this this show definitely feels very like um like t- americanized i guess i don't really I, I can't explain to you it's just the vibe <laughs> It's the vibe I and get. And they did that on purpose because they know how much we eat this shit up. And I I ate it with a <laughs> serving spoon. I ate it. Ate it up. Serving spoon. <laughs> Which is a fucking ladle. Oh. I ate it up. Yeah. Okay. Um, um really love the show. I'm gonna I'm sad that it's done, but it, it needed to be done. I don't there there was nothing more. Nothing more they could do. Uh, to to continue this going like we don't want another supernatural situation going on here um just needs to end gracefully mm-hmm. and uh, there were some stumbles but i th- i think it's still i think it still ended on a pretty graceful and uh and good note yeah i, st- I still like the last season um it's very good who's this person i'm like seeing people in the in the cast list and i'm like who are you oh i remember him <laughs> I'm looking at some trivia. I don't know if we had said this in the past episodes, but 
Yeah, they're basically just older trivia. It yeah, says do before have like dates on them of when they were added. No, they don't. No, they don't. Um, <laughs> for Chuti Gatwa was cast in the show. He was a struggling actor and homeless for five months. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, a lot of these are all older. They're referencing older seasons, so we'll just uh, not have any of that. Says they, uh, so they might they might have not had intimacy uh, coordinators in the beginning of the show, but it sounds like they they got them later on. Oh um, yes, I do remember that because that was kind of a important. thing that was really brand new. I think in 2019 and 2020 like i think that that's when they started introducing intimacy coordinators into yeah into movies which is great because it gives actors um some power to to say no to things and to have some agency and to have like very specific things that they're willing to show and do um and not to be bullied around on set so it's great yeah yeah very very important very important things to have on set. Yeah, as long as they work yeah, out. I'm not sure. It's good. It's, po- it's possible we read a lot of these. I think we did. Yeah. We have we have talked about this show four times now, so. <laughs> yeah, have we talked about it every single season? I don't know if we have. I think we just talked about the last one. What? 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 What are you talking about? I... We have definitely talked about sex education Four times? I'm pretty sure I've talked about every... every, Maybe we didn't do third season, but we've definitely talked about seasons one and two. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Okay. Whatever you say. (laughs) I could be completely wrong. I'm 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 going to stick to that confidently. All right. Um, Well, we don't have any... um, We can't go to the the meta score for this. So, Emily, is there any plot keywords we can say before... I mean, maybe we should take a break. You know what? How about your break... I'm going to put the break where you were sneezing. How about that? Um, yeah, let's just put it there because we've definitely passed the point of putting a break in. <laughs> I'm sorry. This definitely... is a mess, guys. This is like season four of Sex Education, this this, this episode. All right. All right. Don't don't bash it too hard. I still love the show. Um, yeah, definitely put it in where I was blowing my brains out. Um, <laughs> oh, God. So much snot, you guys. I'm sorry. Oh, um, God. All right. Some plot keywords. They're probably the same. They're probably the same every season. But uh, I'm going to say them again. Uh, mother-son relationship, sex comedy, sex therapy, sexuality, gay best friend. There okay. you go. I don't even... Okay. <laughs> Are we done? No, we're done. Uh, good to be back, Alessandra. <laughs> Right. Yeah, back in the swing of things. Um, <laughs> we will do better. I'm gonna get over whatever this is, and uh, we'll 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 be back to our our normal whatever. I'm gonna close this out. Um, <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and IMDb. We are also on Amazon Music, Spotify, and Acast. If you want to email us, please do that at allwithapopcornpodcast at gmail and uh, if you want to follow our social media, we have Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. Just search All By The Popcorn or All By The Popcorn Podcast. And we have merch. So please check that out. But thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 